Hello, and welcome to Finding Peace Within. Let me first thank you for tuning into the podcast. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. Are you ready to live a life that's worth repeating? If so, this is the podcast for you. This podcast was created to help you on your journey to finding peace within. We are here to have thought-provoking conversations, bring insights and awareness on the importance of being true to who you really are. I believe it is when we are spiritually aware of who we are and our true intentions, we are being our best authentic selves. So sit back, relax, get your pen and pad, and let's begin this journey to finding peace within together. In this episode, we will discuss investment number four, give thanks and be thankful. When was the last time you thanked someone, anyone, for doing something nice for you? When was the last time you told someone or anyone how much you appreciated them? When was the last time you were thankful for the good times and for the bad times? Even the ones that you're currently in. I hope you're ready to do your work today. So get your pad and your pencils and let's continue to work our journey to finding peace within. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for tuning into Finding Peace Within with Lisa. I pray you had a great week and you had a great weekend. I had a great weekend as well. Um, This was my weekend to go home to see my parents. Now that they're in their golden years, um, it's our turn as children to go and take care of the parents the way they took care of us when we were being raised. So I had to go home this weekend and spend time with mom and dad. Uh, my dad is on dialysis, and my mom is his main caregiver. Uh, caregiver, so it's um, important that we, the siblings, go and make sure that they're okay. To do chores for them, take mom to the grocery store. My brothers have to go and do the lawn, even though us girls can work in the in the yard. But he prefer prefers the boys go and do the lawn for him. But this weekend, I had. Um, I went home and I met. I had a good time with my mom. I had to take her to the grocery store, and she's such a sweet. Oh, she's such a sweet soul. Everybody knows her because she lives in the country in Hartsville, South Carolina. And you go to those small town grocery stores, everybody knows everybody, and it's just so sweet to see her get fully dressed. Not just in our pajamas and some of the stuff we see us wearing to the grocery store. And her hair is fixed and she has on her lipstick and she put on her eyeliner. And she fixes herself up to go to the bank and to go to the grocery store. And that's where we uh, <laughs> we see, my, see some of her friends. And everybody is saying how blessed they are and how they're glad to still be here and glad to see each other. And we throw a little gossip, you know, in there, throw a little shade on people. People, but it's just it's just funny uh, how the seniors throw shade. It's so sweet. It's it's that um, you don't even realize it's shade, but uh, my mom will be throwing shade. But it's all good. It's all in love. I love her so much. Um, it's so funny. We were um, my mama still pays for groceries with cash. She doesn't have a debit card, 
So we get to the checkout and I told the cashier, I was like, I got it. You know, I don't carry cash. I use a debit card. And so, you know, she rang the things up and mom is just fiddling in her purse to get her dollar bills out. She was like, Lisa, you have $30. I was like, yes, ma'am, I have $30. (laughs) And she's like, okay. And so she was giving, she needed a 20 and a 10, but she had some bigger bills. She didn't want to break, I guess. But anyway, by the time she got all her little money together, her grocery was already paid. And she was like, here, honey, here's my money. Pay for my grocery. And the girl just kind of just stood there and looked like uh, your groceries already paid for. I know you probably don't know this, but that's something else we should do as adults. When we're at, when we're with our parents, man, they, we should be taking care of them. They shouldn't be paying for our stuff. So when we take mama to the grocery store, we pay for the grocery. And so she's like, you took care of it? I was like, yes, ma'am. It's already paid. Let's get this buggy and get to the car. She's like, you just like Ned. Ned takes care of the groceries when we're grocery shopping. I was like, mom, that's why you had all these kids. So we can take care of you. You had 11 of us. So let us take care of you. And I just had a great time in the grocery store. And then I had an opportunity to ask my mama a few serious questions. So if you follow me at all, if you read my books, you know that my grandmother raised me from the age of one. So that's 12 months. And I really, really wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth, not from the ponies. What what really happened and how did I really end up at grandma's? So I asked her, you know, Ma, how did I said, Ma, can I ask you a question? Because, you know, nowadays we're just so free without information. And, you know, we're letting out all the skeletons and there are no more, no, no more family secrets. But old people really haven't gotten to that place of really being open about you know, stuff that happened in a day or in the family, you know, what happened in this house stays in this house and we're taking it to the grave, but I'm glad I did. So I asked my mama, you know, how did I happen to be with grandma? And she said, well, what happened was, <laughs> what happened was, um, she didn't say it like that because she's so proper. She said, well, Lisa, well, you know, Mazarie had Doris Lee and she wanted, um, she just wanted a little girl so bad. And so she had Doris Lee and Doris Lee got big and she wanted to go to New York and stay with her mom. And that just broke Mazarie's heart so much. And she was like, well, Mazarie, you know, I got all these grandkids here <laughs> at that time. I think it was eight. You know, I was 12 months and my brother Byron was just born. And she's like, I got all these, you got all these grandkids here. You can, you know, they can come and spend time with you and, you know, and you can bring them back and you can come back and pick them up. And she said, well, you can just, um, you can just come and get Lisa. You know, I was 12 months again and my brother was a baby. So, you know, I really wasn't no help to the bigger ones and certainly with no help to a little one. So she said, grandma was coming to pick me up and to taking me to church with her and she would buy me all these clothes and she'd come and get me and I'll spend the night and she'd bring me back to them during the week um, for her to go to work and then she'd come back and pick me up and she'd say eventually <laughs> she started buying all these clothes for me and she's like hmm seems like she's really taken to Lisa and um 
yeah, I never went back to my parents to stay for real. So <laughs> that's what happened. Grandmother was so hurt. She didn't have anybody you know, to care for. And I think this segment, investment number four, give thanks and be thankful is it just takes me back. I, I thank my mom for giving me to grandma because I really didn't understand at the time the pain that grandma was in. And I mentioned this in my last episode that I was a gift to her. And I just thank God for my mom. I'm not being stingy and saying, oh, that's my baby. You're not going to have my baby because I can see some parents saying that you're not going to have my baby. That's my baby. I'm going to raise her. But she um, knew that my grandmother didn't want to be alone and first of all I was in a good place and um I think I thank my mom for that I thank my grandmother for loving me um for taking care of me and loving me as her own at this time we would like to recognize one of our sponsors don't go far we got more work to do so I ask you today when was the last time you thanked someone for doing something nice for you Hmm, something to think about, right? Even if it's your children. When I ask Max, and I do ask Max to do stuff for me, or I'll ask Adrian, or I'll ask my husband to do something for me, and when they do it, I say thank you for doing that for me. I really appreciate it. Even though I could have done it for myself, I still thank them for doing it for me. Um, when was the last time you so you showed someone how much you appreciated them? And not just in monetary things, um, going to the store and buying them something, even though it is nice to get flowers every now and again. I'm just saying, because, you know, I love peanut butter. I love peanut butter and jelly. And, of course, you know, all know I love salad, lettuce, tomato, cucumber, and some peanuts on top with some watermelon. So if my husband was is out and about and he's thinking about me and he brought me home a jar of peanut butter, I'll be so happy. It's like, you know, I was out and I thought about you and I picked you up some peanut butter today. <laughs> I'll be like, you did. Oh, my God. Thank you, love. You know, I give him a big hug and fix him a real nice dinner that night. <laughs> you know, so something that small. My husband loves big red chewing gum. And since he started eating healthy, um, we found another healthy snack for him. Pork skins is not like potato chips. You know, it's, it's healthier than potato chips. And I'm out buying grocery and I'll pick him up a bag of skins and some big red um, chewing gum. And he'll, he'll send me a text because I'll leave it on the table before him. And I usually leave for work before he does. And he'll text me. He'll say, thank you love for the skins or for the peaches or for the um, chewing gum. And that I just like, him to know i'm not just out grocery shopping for me and when i'm out i am actually thinking about him and just to let him know you know how much i appreciate him or obviously being the wife i think we as wives do a lot of appreciation showing to our husbands but it's just the little special things that they're not expecting from us that we show them and give them that shows a little appreciation um when was the last time you were even thankful for a hard time? Now, that's hard to do, to be thankful for a trial and to be thankful for a tribulation. I know Paul says um, in, all, in all things, um, find ways to be content. 
but there are just some things that i'm like i'm so not content with this i am not satisfied with this and lord i need you to move like right now move with the quickness you know (laughs) but there are some areas in our lives we really 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 need to thank god for uh for stopping it you know kurt carr has that song god blocked it he wouldn't let it be so god blocked a lot of stuff that we really wanted you know and i thank god for blocking some things that i wanted you know i i don't always um think that way but now that i've done my work and i'm still yet doing my work i thank god for blocking some stuff you know some stuff i wanted especially when i was younger man i was like I, man i wanted to go to dc when i was a teenager my dad would never let me go god blocked it and so as i got older i asked my dad why didn't he let me go to dc as a teenager and he said i wasn't ready and i was like, what do you mean i wasn't ready everybody else had gone even dawn the baby had gone and my dad said i was a church girl <laughs> and so being a church girl i was green to what was going on in this world and he just felt i would have gotten to dc and i would have just lost myself some kind of way or another i would have lost myself in the mix of everything that's going on in the big city you know i'm a country girl so he felt i needed to stay in the country and um god also blocked um a couple of things for me you know going through two divorces um those were those were some hard and pretty rough times. So I thank God for that struggle. I thank God for the struggle of um, being a single parent. I thank God for that as well, because he showed himself mighty in my life. Um, Finally, we should ask God to allow his will to be done in our lives, man. When we sit and we pray, and we talked about prayer and meditation last week, we should also be writing about the things that we're grateful for. As I was preparing for today's podcast, uh, of course, I always like to to leave information for you all that would be helpful uh, as you begin your journey to finding peace within. Um, And in doing your journaling, think about writing something that you're thankful for. Think about writing something that you're grateful for. Um, There have been studies done on journaling and on um, writing down the things that you're grateful for um here are a few things i do want to share with you the benefits of being grateful and showing someone that you're um, grateful for them and you're appreciative and you're thankful don't just go through the motions that's one thing a lot of times we can just go through the motions and say things haphazardly and really don't mean it because that's something that we just are accustomed to doing Uh, We don't want it to just do it. We want it to come from the heart. We want you to mean it. We want you to be sincere. Um, Research shows that, uh, that journaling is more effective if we first make the conscious decision to become happier and more grateful. Motivation to become happier plays a role in, um, in our effectiveness in journaling. No, you're not going to be happy all the time. Absolutely not. There are going to be days when you shed that tear. And remember from last week, every tear has a story. But you need to identify what that tear is about. Write it down and even be thankful for the tear. Because that's something that I believe, you know, 
it came up for a reason. It came up for you to deal with it. Also, go for depth over breath. Elaborating in detail about a particular thing for which you're grateful for carries more benefits than a superficial list of many things. So I am so grateful for my husband. I can easily say that, you know, because he married me, but I, I'm grateful for him just for uh, loving me for who I am. He knows my crazy and I know his crazy and he loves my crazy and I love his crazy. No, we don't always get along, but we get along more than we don't get along. So I really am grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for the God that's inside of him, which is what I fell in love with uh, before I fell in love with him it was the God in him that I fell in love with him with him and I chose to love him because I knew God had a plan for him and me together as a couple Um, next um, get personal focusing on people to whom you are grateful for has more of an impact than focusing on things for which you are grateful for now, who says they're great? I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for my car. I'm thankful for the things I have. But material things come and go. They can get lost in a fire. Someone can come and steal them. Or you may lose it. What are you going to do if that ever happens? Are you going to fall apart? Will your life be just, you know, you go into a state of depression? I mean, I if you haven't gotten uh, my first book, but I, I will talk about it. I lost my tooth. I spent a thousand dollars on that tooth. Now, what was I going to do about that tooth? Cry about it? No, I just went and paid five thousand and got a permanent tooth. <laughs> so I am thankful, God. I'm thankful for being able to get the tooth. But however, my point is this: be grateful for people. Be thankful to people, not superficial things that can easily be taken away from you. And yes, people can be taken away from you. But the memories will never, never, never go away. So try subtraction, not just addition. Um, One effective way of stimulating gratitude is to reflect on what your life would be like without certain blessings rather than just tallying up on all those good things. So what would life be like for me had I not had Adrian? Only God knows. I had Adrian when I was 16. Only God knows what my life would be like. What would my life be like had I not, um, (laughs) had I not gone through the two divorces? What would my life be like had I not lost a job? What would my life be like had I not become a bodybuilder? What would my life be like had I not met my husband? What would my life be like had I met the, had I not given my life to Christ? How about that? What would my life be like? I'll be a ship without a sail. Y'all know that song, just like a ship without a sail. Man, I'll be so lost out here trying to figure it out on my own. But with the help of the Holy Spirit, you know, he keeps me in check and I am, I am so grateful for him as well. So think about the things that, I mean, that kept you out of some stuff, you know, 
I'm thankful for my girlfriend, Stacy. I'm thankful for my friends, for my friend Shayla, who checks me when I'm out, out of bounds and I'm doing stuff I shouldn't be doing. You know, you need to fix that, Lisa. I appreciate that. Have that accountability partner who is not afraid to tell you the truth about what you're doing. Um, savor surprises. Try to record events that were unexpected or surprising as these tend to elicit stronger levels of gratitude. I have a little jar um, that I keep at my desk. It It is um, exciting things that happened to me this year. And every time something exciting happens, I put it, I write it on a little sticky and I sit it right in that jar. And at the end of the year, I take all that stuff out and I'll just line it up from january to december and that is also a part of my gratitude that's a part of my thanksgiving uh being thankful for what god has done for me throughout that year as small as it may be um even with my podcast i put that in there i finally did it something i've been thinking about doing for a long time but i finally say i'm gonna do it also, we don't want to overdo it. So don't be exaggerating, saying things, you know, you're thankful for that, um, you know, you're really not feeling it. I know you can call those things that be not as though they were, but we want this gratitude journal to be really something that you think hard and deep about. Um, you don't have to go out the way and, oh, I'm thankful for this today. You can just simply say, I'm thankful for waking up today when I was home um this weekend, I asked my dad, how was he doing? And he said, I'm just thankful I woke up this morning. Something we say is simple, but I know a friend of mine, my classmate, his brother didn't wake up. His funeral was this past Friday. He didn't wake up. So if that is the only thing you write, I'm thankful for waking up today, then that's what you write on your gratitude journal. That's what you write in your journal. I am thankful I woke up today. Thankful that the Lord just breathed his breath of life on me today. So you don't have to go and try and find something to be thankful for. But just just write it down. Thank you, Lord, for waking me up. Um, be aware of your feelings and how you relish and savor the little gifts that you've been given. Take time to be especially aware of the depth of your gratitude again you don't just want to just put down any little thing or any word you really 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 want to um, give thought into the things that you're thankful for you always want to say thank you you're welcome even to the cashier if you're in the grocery store or whatever store you at the checkout look at their name badge get their name and say thank you ryan thank you for coming to work today or uh, thank thank someone for showing you around in the store if you're out shopping and you needed some assistance thank them for showing up to work today when on my job sometimes i have to make calls and i always thank the representative thank you for taking the time to help me today I just want us to just to be mindful as we're doing our journey and we're finding that peace within that when we're showing someone gratitude and appreciation, that's an act of service as well. Um, be kind, be thoughtful, be genuine, but most of all, be thankful. There is a saying that people will remember what you do, what, how you make them feel more so than what you did. 
I always want to make you feel good. I want to make you feel happy. I want you to feel the love and the sincerity for me from this podcast. It's not just to hear here to just talk and um, as if I have nothing else to do. But when this is my ministry and I understand what I've been called to do, that's what I will continue to do. With that being said, we will recap. Why are we being thankful? What are the benefits? What do I need to do? Don't just go through the motions. Be thoughtful in it. Take time to think about it. Go for depth over breath. Elaborate in the details. Be particular about the things you're grateful for. Get personal. Write down something specific. Try subtracting, not just adding. Be thankful for the negative things as well. Write down the surprises, the things, the little blessings that you weren't expecting. And don't just overdo it. Don't just try to create something that's not there. Something as simple as, thank you, Lord, for this day. I pray you were blessed with today's episode, investment number four. Be thankful and give thanks. Until next time, remember to find peace within. A centered soul is a centered mind. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. You can find me on Instagram at Lisa Wilson Dalton. You can follow me on Facebook at Lisa Wilson Dalton. And follow me on Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. I even have a website, findingpeacewithin.org, where you can read some of my blogs. You can find the books that I've written and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember to find peace within. A centered soul is a centered mind.